Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 11th. Today we are going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. We're going to continue talking about what we started yesterday, this idea that God is the Father of mercies, the God of comfort. And then listen to what it says in verse 4. It says, Who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. I love this scripture and I love what it teaches us about God, that he is able to be the father of mercies because of his desire to comfort us. I think we need to go a little deeper with our idea of what comfort really is, because sometimes I think that maybe I hear the word comfort and I think of, you know, patting someone on the back and being like, oh man, hopefully things get better, right? But I don't think that that is what this word really means or really intends. Because as the father of mercy, as the God of all comfort, that goes way beyond a pat on the back and saying, chin up, man, things will be okay. Patricia Holland in her book, On Earth As It Is In Heaven, said it this way. She talked about a time when she was struggling and turned to the scriptures and read these verses. She says, I cannot express the power and peace I felt when I read that scripture. What a world of meaning and instruction condensed into those simple lines. Concentrate with me for a moment on the first promise that God is the God of all comfort. Inasmuch as all of us need comfort at so many different moments every day of our lives, it is wonderfully reassuring that our God, our Father, is the God of all comfort. That phrase of all comfort means to me Not only that there is no greater source available for solace and strength, but that technically speaking, there is no other source. God comes to us, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. What a reassurance and reward just to know that such all-encompassing help is available to us in our anxious times. No wonder we lovingly call him Father. My friends, think of the sources that we go for comfort. It might be a spouse, it might be a parent, it might be a carton of ice cream. We have so many different sources that we go to for comfort in this life. This is not an arbitrary comfort. This is not a pat on the back and a chin up. This is a comfort that comes from knowing the depths of our souls, from knowing the depths of our despairs. This is empathy in its truest form. The word empathy in its roots means in suffering with. And so, my friends, when it says that God is our source of comfort, he can be that ultimate source of comfort because he has been in suffering with us. And by that, I mean, we know that Jesus Christ is our mediator with the Father, right? And I think Most of the time we hear that phrase and we assume that it has to do with sin, that it has to do with repentance, that in the great judgment day, the Savior is going to stand between us and the big bad father, and he's going to plead our case for us, understanding us perfectly because he suffered all things for us. First of all, I don't think that's how it's going to play out, even though that's how I think I've envisioned it several times in my life. He is our advocate with the Father, meaning our Father, I think, is going to be there advocating as well. But I don't think that the idea of being a mediator is only with sin, is only with judgment. 
I think that Jesus Christ can mediate with the Father in our sufferings as well. Because Jesus Christ experienced all that we experience, not just our sin, but everything so that he could be a perfect savior. In fact, listen to how Alma says it. And he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. And he will take upon him death that he may loose the bands of death, which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. So Jesus Christ, understanding perfectly, mediates and advocates with us in our suffering with the Father. Now, the Father also has a perfect understanding. He is omniscient. He knows. And I think with the Savior's perfect understanding because he experienced it, and God's perfect knowledge, God is now able to be a perfect comforter, having perfect empathy for us in our moments of suffering. But truly, my friends, lasting peace and lasting comfort comes only through our loving Father in heaven. All other sources of comfort that we have are sources that he has given us as a blessing including other people, which is what makes this next verse so powerful to me. It says that God comforts us in our tribulations that, and when there's a word that, I like to say so that, because it helps me understand the purpose here. God comforts us in our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. God comforts us. Because he loves us, yes. Because he is the God of mercy, yes. But also as a way of instruction and example for how we can bless and comfort other people. Remember last year when we talked about Job and we talked about his friends? They started off really, really great. Remember, he was struggling and he was sitting there and they just sat down and waited with him. They just sat down and sorrowed with him. And it was for days. They just sat there in his grief with him. Now, later they became less than helpful friends and less than helpful comforters. But think of that example. Isn't that what our Father in heaven does for us? In our moments of grief or in our moments of struggle or tribulation, God will sit with us and help us feel peace. But he doesn't do that by trying to excuse away the pain. He doesn't do that by saying, well, at least it's not this, or at least it's not that. It could have been worse. That's what we as humans do. We try to minimize people's sufferings, and we do it for good reason. We're trying to help. We're trying to see the bright side of things, but that doesn't help. All it does is minimize what we are currently feeling. And we as humans, we do that all the time to each other, I think without even recognizing that we're doing it. But that's not what God does. I have never turned to God in sorrow and had him say, well, it could have been worse or, well, at least this didn't happen. He sits with us in our pain and in our affliction and he comforts us. And that's what we can and should be doing for others as well. As I was thinking about this and specifically thinking about this scripture of God comforting us so that we can know how to comfort other people, it made me think of the Spencer W. Kimball quote where he said, God does notice us and he watches over us, but it is usually through another person that he meets our needs. 
God does notice us. He loves us. He comforts us. But sometimes it's through other people that he does that. Yes, the comforter can and will come to us. Yes, we can and will feel peace from God. But oftentimes he will also send other people into our lives to bless and to comfort us as well. And so, my friends, it's so important that we learn to recognize how God comforts, that we're willing to learn from him so that as he sends us to others, we can comfort as he does. So my challenge for you today is to think of a time when you have felt God's comfort, a time when you were going through something difficult and needed Heavenly Father, the God of mercies. Think of that time and then consider how did he comfort you in that time? Make a list, write it out. What does comfort from God look like? And once you have that list, take a step back and think, how can I comfort others in this same way? Marion D. Hanks once said, he waits to be gracious. He loves to be merciful. The prophets call him father of mercies. They speak of his abundant mercy and declare that whosoever repenteth and hardeneth not his heart shall have claim on mercy. They declare his wisdom, mercy, and grace. And crowning all this is the testimony that our Father delighteth in mercy. The specialty of the Father is mercy. My friends, let us learn from the Father of mercies, the Father of all comfort, and wait to be gracious, love to be merciful, delight in mercy, and comfort as he gives comfort. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.